0: Hi, I'm Jin, And I'm Sophie. Welcome to A us of One's Own. A queer feminist journey through time and space and new who. Hello. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you. It's been uh,
1: like six weeks. Yeah. Hi-haters.
0: Hi-haters? Hi-haters. Hi,
1: Hi-haters. Hi-haters. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Six
0: yeah. Hi-haters. Yeah. Because so, I
1: went away. Yeah. Yeah, but now I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Excellent summary
0: of a Thanks for your uh timeline. <laughs> yeah. No, um yeah, no, it's been a while. Uh nice to be back. Mm. Nice to be back in the recording studio. <laughs> yeah. So you've been back in the country for a while since your departure.
1: In about two weeks. I came back on the twelfth of July. So yeah, fifteen fifteen days exactly. Yeah. Just enough time for the post-holiday bubble to burst. Post-holiday depression set in well and truly today. Nothing has changed. It was like I was never awake. I know. I'm like, I need to lie on the ground. So
0: that's what I did when I came home. Oh, lay on the ground. Nice. I walked to the library, picked up a reserve. Oh, yeah. Tried out my new walk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Do you want to tell the listeners about your new walk? so basically i'm just perfecting a new walk after an article i read about the benefits and amazingness of walking but you really like you can optimize your gait
1: yeah nothing sophie loves more than optimize i think (laughs) so here we are
0: Okay. Is it gonna go on the list like the work fridge Things no, I'm not allowed to talk about You're allowed about.
1: to talk about the walk I just think it's incredibly nerdy <laughs>
0: That you like read an article Dude, And you're like yes it's so I can interesting. Optimize. Yeah you can and like it helps your posture It helps like my knees haven't been Hurting as much already and I've only done like Three of the walks of the new walk Four if you count the commute this morning like, it's fantastic. Anyway. <laughs> I
1: just don't see myself doing it, that's all, you know? Yeah, you got
0: to get, you got to, like, I can't listen to music, like, I very much like, because if you just relax for a second, you hunch into your old ways. I'm just like, no, remember, keep on your game. During the walk and during the walk, I'm walking so much faster with less effort. Yeah, okay. Oh, this is
1: good. This is good for the end times. So you can be our hunter-gatherer. This will be good. Yeah. How have you doing yeah, this week? I've been fine. I mean, it's fine. It's been a week. It's been a lot of rain, which is not great for morale. <laughs> Been going to a lot of football, which also is not great for morale. Yeah.
0: I mean, fantastic. New Zealand, Australia hosting FIFA Women's World Cup.
1: But football's
0: not that interesting to
1: watch. It's really not. And I've, I'm going to four games because I'm here to support women. I'm here to support sport. I love a bit of sport. Been to many, many football games in my life, and football remains the least interesting team sport that I can envision, so it's not great. Today was all right. It was a draw, which, you know, shouldn't be allowed. I don't think your sport should allow draws, but very equal possession, USA, Netherlands. It was actually quite interesting yeah. to watch. There was a lot of elbows thrown, a lot of pushing each other.
0: Oh, shovey, shovey.
1: Yeah, it was actually quite interesting, and both goals happened at my end because they switched sides, <laughs> so I'm
0: like, yeah, right.
1: Finally, some action. But yeah, still not my favourite sport. And I shared my opinion again with everyone around me, <laughs> regardless of their own
0: thoughts or feelings on <laughs> the matter. And consent. How are you? Yeah, yeah, pretty good, thank you. It's definitely, I don't know whether it's like winteriness, but I'm just, I'm feeling kind of just mellow. A bit mm. tired, but meh. Like I would appreciate not having to get up in the dark, though it is getting lighter, is, which is nice. Yeah. yeah, I'm good, I'm good.
1: Meh. Yeah, meh. Meh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Meh, it's gonna just winter.
0: like, Yeah, exactly. And like, trying to do stuff like be more active, because it helps women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and because I just want to feel a bit more present in my body. Mm-hmm. And I think that will help that. Cool. We love that.
1: Yeah. Well, so this week, we're talking about something different. Ooh. On the One of Wonderland. Um, so we're having a week interlude to discuss Torchwood Season 1, as it chronologically links into the three-part finale of season three. So season one of Torchwood debuted in October 2006 and it follows the exploits of a small team of alien hunters who make up the Cardiff-based fictional Torchwood Institute and it deals with many incidents involving extraterrestrials. The team is run by Captain Jack Harkness, a conman from the distant future who became immortal thanks to Rose's actions in the season one finale. And the show follows police officer Gwen Cooper as she's introduced to the torture team, Owen, Toshiko, Yanto, and Susie, and then how she folds the extraordinary into her ordinary life with Ooh. her boyfriend, Reese. And yeah, it's mostly a monster of the week type format with a plot that's generated by the existence of the Rift, the time Rift in Cardiff, which we know about from that episode with the Delft, right? So that's when yeah. that was introduced. Yeah. So all of this has been set up and mostly in season one. Now we're watching it and then... Jack is going to show up in the finale, three-part finale of season three. So, right, you know, at the end of this, when he runs off, he has the title. That ties in directly with the next episode of Doctor Who that we're going to watch. Which is why I suggested this. Also, I was away for a month, so I'm like, watch this while I'm gone.
0: Yeah, which I did. And I left it quite late in the piece Mm. because I didn't want to forget about it. And that worked well because I had forgotten and then remembered how much I enjoyed Torchwood better than Who. Um, I find it much easier to watch a lot of these episodes back to back than I do Who. I don't know
1: why that is, but I don't know. I've always been more into Torchwood than I was into Doctor Who. I was a massive, massive fan of the series. I kind of lost my mind after I watched (laughs) the first couple of episodes of this. I remember vividly watching it on YouTube Mm. (laughs) in my university computer lab and I watched everything up until Countryside and then that terrified me because it was like the, the lights would go off in the lab when you were just sitting in there by yourself and obviously it's quite a scary episode and yeah. so I was freaking out and then I went and bought the DVDs and watched them all caught up. And yeah, I, I just love love the series, loved everything about it I read all the Tyre novels, I read all the classified stuff the audio dramas i listened to them wow i was like well into it up until children of earth which destroyed my will to live and then i was like no more Torchwood. good day i'm out goodbye mm. but it's one of those things that i look back on and i'm like yes you thought you were
0: <laughs> so i made some limited notes but yeah that leads with so queer more than i remembered yeah
1: Everyone is a chaos bisexual.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Chaos yeah. wall water. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> like, actually, everyone. Yeah, apart from Reese, apart from boyfriend oh, Reese. Yeah, but, but Reece he's, a, is, hes not a—he's he's not a, been He's a side character to the wonders of the world, I guess.
1: Lol. <laughs> well, Maybe he would be more open-minded if he just thought about it. I don't know. Has he thought about it? We—you're projecting about Reese. We don't know.
0: No, I am. I am. I am. That's true. There's assumption. Assumptions check yeah no it's a, it's just a it's a riot i love it mm. I, I feel like it was great that it got made and yeah. that it was on like this is it doesn't was, wasn't on some like random bullshit like e4 you no, know with like 3. like the recy.
1: yeah then bbc2 for season two and then bbc1 for season three yeah like prime time yep. like actual yep it seems wild to me now hey I mean, I actually expected to like it less on the rewatch, because I, like I said, I've watched these episodes backwards and forwards so many times. I know them incredibly well, and I just thought they were going to be more problematic and have aged worse, but then I watched it, and I'm like, just got really into it again. I'm like, actually, this is fine. I'm into it. Like, there are some really problematic moments. Mm. Owen and his consent issues. Oh,
0: Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah, we need to talk about that, yes.
1: But I thought in general it kind of held up Wow, my biggest complaint was actually Gwen's bad policing.
0: Dude, my note is Gwen equals bad policing. Literally. <laughs> it's I, really
1: bad policing. I was watching that first episode and I'm like, this is just terrible for a police officer, the way she's behaving. Like, she runs off without her partner, leaves him behind. No, it's awful. Like, she's making emotional decisions, she's not
0: planning stuff effectively. Even when she's
1: like, on the second episode, day one, when they're tracing the sex alien that's possessed, poor Karis, yeah. and she's making the emotional board about Karis's life. And she's been being so emotional about it. I'm like, no cop would ever behave this no, way. it's like, very
0: weird. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad that you also agree that I was just like, the fuck is this coming? Yeah. I did like though that she was like, here's a gun and she's like what? It's nice that policing isn't it's very much the British experience that yeah, policing does not equal, weapons. like, carrying a sidearm. Yeah. I do love her
1: partner Andy. He is quite the great comic relief mm-hmm. when he's like, what CSI Cardiff? Are we gonna measure the velocity of a kebab? <laughs> great line. <laughs> <laughs> I like Andy too. Great line. Uh, yeah, it cracked me up the policing thing because I'm like, these are things I would not have thought about previously. But knowing what I yeah. know now about a law enforcement environment, I'm like, mm.
0: <laughs> and yet you regularly watch 911. Which- no, dude, it's fucking fantastic. I love it. I love it. Give me into my veins, fucking first responders, police procedurals. I am there. <laughs> Bad policing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my other notes are literally rife with poor decision-making. And then the last one is, Owen is horrible. Owen
1: is horrible. Let's expand upon Owen's horribleness. Um,
0: Yeah, he's horrible. I think, like you say, that core issue of lack of consent. But just really... mm, Just toxic man energy. And like, yeah, he's a bit queer. But in... Like a still feeling you're exploiting people away. The whole subplot with him and Gwen is just gross. i always Not that. because I don't want them to hook up. I fucking love that they're hooking up. Give yeah. me. I want wall to wall hookups. So... So that's my life. Yeah. But. Like, it just feels gross and toxic and he's, like, exploitative and mean. He's just mean. Yeah. And when, you know, the episode where Tosh can read their
1: mem- um, yeah. minds, right? And the way that those two are interacting with each other and it's so, like, why isn't he looking at me? And she's like, why isn't she looking at me? Like, it's so performative and kind of
0: horrible and just doesn't come from a good place or a genuine place of connection.
1: No, exactly,
0: and he's this combo of like a classic kind of toxic dude combo of very ego driven but also very insecure,
1: and then he fucks everything up at the end, right? Because he's got this real connection with Diane, and then he just loses his mind, and he's like, "We must everything's about him, him. Yeah. yeah." And Yanto shoots him rightly, yeah,
0: fantastic, fucking Yanto, yeah. I don't, I find it hard to can't even watch owen by the end of the season i was just like because what watching the episodes close together too i think i watched all 13 of them over like nine days Mm -hmm. and so it really does present as this common thread of just like owen is a gross fucking human yeah and then that's sometimes the problematic humor around it because he's being horrid and mean and yuck and weird like actively creepy and it just becomes like a kind of comedy that's owen point rather than a this is horrific which now, you wouldn't...
1: kind Perhaps of Perhaps we need a HR department. Yeah,
0: yeah, fuck yeah.
1: I will say that he does have a bit of a redemption in season two. I think they recognise that maybe he was... Too far. Yeah, and they need yeah. to walk him back. But yeah. Burn Gorman... Every time I see him, though, in other things, I'm always like, I wouldn't see it, would it'd be horrible. I'm like, yeah, I'm probably one of five people who think that.
0: No, I know what you mean. He is a very physically distinctive actor. Hmm. And it means that he... Has done i I've seen him in a bunch of like British Dickens, yeah, you know, kind of stuff. Because he he looks like he could be running. He's a creepy dude running a like tobacconists in Victorian yeah. times yeah. very easily. He was not a Sherlock
1: Holmes. I forget which one. I think maybe the oh,
0: Robert Downey
1: Jr. Okay. Yeah, second oh, one maybe. Okay he was about going there also Pacific Rim of course
0: yeah 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 exactly yeah where he's being eccentric because he's got that he's a character actor mm. so it's him being like this kind of ladies man but then it's not that he's I don't know it kind of gets sold as like that Gwen and him have this like magnetic attraction that's beyond the fact that they kind of like she doesn't like him and anything he stands for and he's like kind of like whatever about it he's just into that kind of raw sex mm. magnetism but then he like uses creepy alien tech to like hook up with women in pubs so
1: or tries to take advantage of sex yeah alien possessed girl yeah,
0: oh my god oh my god that
1: i fuck on but and then
0: it oh.
1: cool guy But he has that in common with when though doesn't he that he gets swept away by his emotions because in this third episode the ghost machine episode he gets really into this like vengeance mindset with this horrible vision that he has, right? Yeah. This woman's assault, murder. Gwen's the same. She's always, like, getting swept away by things that she shouldn't be getting swept away with. Like, yeah. things that happened in the past. And that episode's a classic example where she's, like, trying to stop something, and by trying to stop it, they make it happen. Mm. Classic Greek fallacy. Have you people not yeah. engaged with a prophecy before? There's also this whole theory... I don't know if this... Where I read this. I've read a lot of Torchwood Meta. I've written a lot of Torchwood Meta. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> This thing that she hooks up with Owen because she actually wants to hook up with Jack, but she can't hook up with Jack. And this was always something that really frustrated me about the show is that you always felt that there was this positioning. They wanted you to want Gwen and Jack to hook up. Like I feel mm. like that is the underlying message but I've never bought that because I don't think Jack is into her like that. Well Jack's into everyone but Yeah, it's more about her humanity and what she brings.
0: I don't think there's like a lusty sex connection. No. I think there's a very deep beyond what you would pigeonhole as friends. Yeah, Like beyond platonic but not like maybe even slightly romantic because mm. he genuinely cares about her but I just don't think it goes to like a sex place. I noticed especially as the season goes on, like, when bad things happen, like, he'll hug her, he'll hold her hand, she'll lean on his chest, like Yeah, it's very physical. It's yeah. a very physical, but it's not, like, sexual. Yeah. Um. So I feel like that is kind of romantic, but
1: And I think because
0: Jack is so
1: sexual, like, he doesn't have scruples about that. I don't think if he wanted to, like, the fact that she has a boyfriend is not going to stop him. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? And, like, that's why I've always struggled with this whole positioning of them in that way. Because I feel like that's what the push was. And I'm just kind of like, I'm not interested in this. Also, maybe I'm just not interested in... I don't particularly like Gwen. I have to come out of that Interesting. and study. I've never liked her I find her incompetent and annoying and you know yeah. one of my big personal mm-hmm. bugbears is that I really like competence in someone and I feel yeah. like nothing she does is competent I think she's a bad police officer mhm I don't think she really adds any value to the team. I find her incredibly annoying and I always have. And it was interesting re-watching this because I thought maybe I would have changed. And like having discussed my previous opinion about Rose, Rose. and my internalized yep. misogyny around that, I'm like, maybe that's with Gwen. And I'm like, no, I think I just actually genuinely find Gwen annoying. Which is fine. I would hate working with her because yeah. she's so emotional. You know I don't have time for that, especially yeah. in a crisis. Mm. Which is what this environment is.
0: Interesting. So just one more on the jackpot point. I think you're totally right. I think that he wouldn't go there with Gwen. But I think what would bother him more is that she's in his team. Like, I think he has respect for the team and he has respect for the institution. You know, like, when he was in the army, like, he has respect for that. But then he hooks up with Yanto. I mean, yeah, that's true. Fuck it, that is true. (laughs) Fuck it, I forgot about that temporarily. Okay, so he doesn't respect the team. (laughs) Um, second thought. Yeah, 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 okay. No, and Gwen generally... Oh, I do find her annoying. I don't think I find her... As annoying as you do, mm. I think I find her more annoying now than I did on the first watch. Mm. I Find her more attractive now as well, actually. Interesting. She is very pretty. She's very pretty.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just I'm practical as well. Like I'm pragmatic, and so when people yeah. get annoyed about things that I think are practical decisions, I'm just like, Why are you mad at Jack? What do you want him to do in this situation? Like you yeah. know the episode with the fairies where they're all like pissy at him at the end because he let the girl go.
0: Yeah, 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 100%, yeah. What is your solution? No, I know. And he does lots of like, we have to make tough decisions. This is really difficult, blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, meh yeah and i am like you got yourself into this yeah like you could walk away at any point right but then she doesn't want to get men in black memory yeah (laughs) like legit just (laughs) she doesn't want to get retconned so i think like i said poor decision making in that she got into this too quickly Mm. she did pursue it right like they knew she was going to pursue it and so then they invited her into the team because she knew too much well after dragging her the first time right but yeah, I think it was like maybe that's kind of the flimsy bit is like letting her into the team and then being like, we need that human link mm. or the humanity of being a police person because we've all got we a like, link with the police. Well, I mean, it's tenuous, but I think they're trying to do that thing that lots of shows do, right? As you have like the everyman, yeah, you have then, that entry point, yeah, yeah, and so is... that's seeing it through her eyes. We need exposition of what stuff is, yeah. like,
1: we need to enter through her to get the view of the world because she needs things explained to her the same way that we do as viewers, yeah. exactly stuff we don't know so
0: I get that but like could they have just made her a little bit more capable in her field yeah yes and that would have been slightly less disrespectful to, like, Welsh police people. But
1: also the fact that they didn't try and, like, brainwash me into believing that she's amazing. Like, this is the thing everyone's like, Gwen's so amazing, Gwen's so amazing, Gwen, blah, blah. Like, literally, Susie comes back from the dead and she's like, you're just better than me. You're better than me at everything. Everyone likes you more. I'm like, Susie, you're objectively more
0: competent than Gwen is. Yeah, like, 100%. Look at
1: this coup that you've more pulled off. More
0: psychopathic, but... But also, we stand. <laughs> she knows what she wants. yeah i don't know and i think he's not perfect but i don't like the gwen and reese Hmm. sitch.
1: It's very heteronormative like he yeah. you know, is there
0: like okay yeah. he cooks yeah. dinner every night. Like, he cooks dinner yeah. right yeah. and right. he does the laundry
1: but he calls her to ask how do I yeah, do the laundry exactly. and
0: it's like they have their certain life and they have a quiet life and <laughs> that's the terms that he has entered into a relationship or continue to be in a relationship with her on right mm-hmm. and then everything changes for her like she gets this new job she's out all hours she's not able to be in contact with him and like the terms have changed on her part but she just uses oh I'm just it's just work I have to go like. Yeah she has and communicate at that no, time. I and hate like, this. I hate lack of communication. I fucking I hate know. it.
1: And I get that there are certain circumstances around your job that you cannot communicate, but you're not the only person working a job that you cannot tell people about. There are loads of these jobs.
0: Yeah, and yeah. like there are
1: other ways that you can go about setting new boundaries with your partner. And then the fact that she retcons him, like she comes yeah. clean about multiple times, and she comes clean about her affair to make herself yeah. feel better, and then she retcons him, and she's like, "Oh well, guess I've dealt with that."
0: Gross. And it's clean. Like yeah. that is. It's Horrific. really bad. And so then we're still like, well, why is she even there? She's there to be like, you know, giving us the human touch and like making sure we're like, we have empathy. But she's like, tortured is either making her a bad person or she wasn't that great to start with. Yeah. And that's the thing, like
1: the lack of empathy or the loss of empathy, right? Because that's kind of mm. the argument at the start of this. This place makes you go that way. Like Susie says this as well, right? Like yeah. this is what torture does to you. Jackie said that to Rose, like when she was traveling with the doctor, right? Like who is this person? I don't know yeah, who yeah. you are, right? Like that you lose your humanity by being... Exposed to these things But she does lose it Quick smart
0: You know And in a really A really gross way A gross way And it's not like With I don't know Aliens that are Trying to do mean shit to Cardiff or with members of the team who are fairly aware of the situation they're working in. It's with somebody who's very much on the outside of like the Mm. knowledge on the outside of the experience and she's just manipulating him, exploiting him. Yeah. And that's not attractive at all. Yeah. And I know like people would be like oh well you know we can't make like every show perfect. It's not about every show perfect and this was 16 years ago right so like having people who communicate well and whatever mm-hmm. like it just feels like an easy subplot to have like tension in the home life Yeah, it's just it, gross. it heightens
1: the will they won't yeah. they of the workplace drama yeah right? to like, be like well it's,
0: is she gonna break up with him like is it gonna like blah 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 but then he mm. dies
1: in the future the rift future that they see and this is all part of mm. the which I find I've always found really difficult like she has such a horrific reaction to Reese being dead it's like you've been fucking around on him for months yeah You actively, like, disparage him. Like, you don't seem to like like him particularly much. But now that he's dead before you, suddenly you're like, yes, I will rip a hole in space and time. And in a lot of ways, that doesn't feel like it's about him. It's about her.
0: Yeah, it is. No, I
1: feel bad about this, so I'm going to fix this. It's not like some deep love for Reese.
0: No, I think it's her clasping onto who she thinks she still wants to be. Yeah, Yeah. Rather than being like, actually, I... Step way too quickly into this new job. I don't know what the fuck I'm up to. I've completely overhauled my life. I probably need to do some self work. <laughs> and that would mean like communicating with my partner and being like, hey, I'm in a really different space. Like, I don't know if I can be what you want me to be or what I have been. Yeah. But instead, she's like trying to spin all of the plates and fucking up everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, ah, uh, I find it annoying to watch. Mm. Like, for when it keeps going as like a sub theme. Yeah. No, I agree. And I do just want sexy hookups. (laughs) I think it's interesting from a person
1: holding onto her humanity sort of way is Tosh. Like Toshiko is a really interesting character because she is like she's an OG member of the team, but she is very much Mm sidelined. And that's why she gets, you know, taken in by this alien who has this gift for her because she is finally feels seen and valued in a way that she hasn't been previously, right? And then she has this little side adventure with Jack where they get sent back into the past, and it's a horrific thing for her as a, a Japanese woman to find yeah. herself in World War Two,
0: right? Yeah. in England, yeah, no, absolutely. And again that is like, they've really gone with the whole meek, techie, underestimated, treated poorly... Nerdy girl, yeah. Who's um, in, for some reason, like in love spinster, with our. <laughs> like unrequited love, lives alone, gonna die with her cats. And yes, that episode where Jack tries to give her agency, tries to like show that she's strong and she can do things, and she's very smart. But still, feels a bit like also he made like, mm, "Yeah, I'll protect you. Don't worry about it."
1: Yeah, I feel like so many issues could be solved by Jack just being like, "Yo, this is my deal." And they'll be like, "Oh, we get it. You've been alive for a very long time. Like, why the secrecy?" It's, I don't know
0: because he no- because you can on everyone. Yeah. Like they know this much about all the aliens in the world, they just can't know about your alien story. It's very weird. What are they going to do? Report we'll you to the police? Yeah, like- the
1: fact that you can't die. Like, I don't think there's anyone.
0: Cares. <laughs> And also they've worked with him for ages right or presumably like um some amount of time maybe not years and years but like years like in they season, know each other in season
1: two there's an episode where he goes and recruits everyone like, oh yeah, okay it's cool. a flashback
0: episode nice yeah nice cool so there's some period there and he's only just started dying and not dying in front of them now <laughs> like it's interesting right that they've only just this because he's almost died multiple times so many times but like, it's since gwen's turned up
1: gwen's seen it multiple times yeah but he's just been hiding it really well, I guess, prior to this. Yeah. I suppose we're supposed to believe the rift that is getting riftier. Yeah, the rift
0: is more active. Yeah. Blah blah blah. blah, blah. blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just everything is, like, the riff.
1: I really want us to watch the next three episodes, like the finale of season three, and then I want to have this conversation about Torchwood again, because there is a lot of things that I just find fascinating. I just have so many questions about what these people have been up to. And there's a lot of that, like, and this is, I think, why it had such an active fan community, and especially a thriving fan fiction Mm. community, because it leaves a lot of pockets of unknown that is really interesting Mm. to explore. Like, you have an episode like Countryside, which is horrific! (laughs) Like, you literally have got cannibals roaming the countryside, and it's got nothing to do with aliens. Yeah. Like, the most horrific thing you can imagine is just human beings being Yeah, crushed. it's horrible. It's like horrible. horrible. Yeah. And then you, they never talk about it again. Yeah. It doesn't come up. So there are so many facts that deal specifically with these characters in the wake of Countryside, like the trauma they have. yanto has just come back from, like, killing his girlfriend, like, this mm. horrific girlfriend arc, cyberwoman arc, and the trauma that he has from that as well, like, yeah. the whole attack on Torchwood One, blah, blah, blah. Goes into the situation where he almost gets eaten. So many fics that just unpack that. Like, it's really Mm. interesting because it leaves these pockets where you don't know how these characters get from one place to the other. But they're obviously time passes. Things have changed.
0: Yeah. Like in Who, we know there's side adventures happening, which we don't know the details of. Yeah, and this is what fans love, right? Like, they love filling the blank spaces. Mm. Which I find fascinating Yeah okay that's a great point as well On that, the start of Countryside When they're like setting up their little camp And then <laughs> <their> Gwen's <laughs> like Who was the last person you kissed? And like Lisa just died And Yanto's like Lisa? And everyone's like <gasps> It's like <laughs> it's really bad
1: Yeah and then they just leave the car unattended as well Like cool guys good job
0: everyone Opsic Basic yeah. opsic yeah. Fuck I'd kind of forgotten about that episode Now I have to go home in the dark mate <laughs> <laughs> Just don't stop for anyone. We're not in the Welsh
1: countryside. We'll be fine. He's yeah. got that guy in it who's also in loads of shows. He was the
0: horrible captain at the wall.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Him. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, it's that guy from countryside. Name?
0: He's Welsh. He is actually yeah. Welsh so A lot of Welsh yeah. in
1: this. You know what I'm going to say? Cardiff. There's a lot of essays about that as well. Cardiff is the extra cast member on... <laughs> Oh god. Like New York is the fifth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sex in the city character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting.
0: <laughs> yep. Lots of thing pieces done about this show. So there yeah, no, I'm I'm super excited to see how it goes. I am very much unlike you in that I typically don't re watch T V. Mm. So I saw these episodes at the time and then have never seen them again. Mm. So some of them I just didn't remember at all. Yeah. Some of them I think I'm remembering later episodes. But I, th- I could swear I would have put money on them being season one apps. But yeah. they weren't in season one. So they must be later on. So like my idea of it is totally like. Yeah. Which is great because it feels like you come from a. You very much know the material. I've been and very. And have like <laughs> fresh eyes.
1: Very invested. I have a laptop bag that says Yonto Jones lives on it. Which a friend had made for me. That's the level of fandom we're talking Dude. about.
0: Yep. 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 I genuinely don't think I've ever cared about anything as much as you have cared about probably five or six things but this
1: is the thing this was the only television show I have ever been that obsessed with like I was I'd lost my mind and then after season three I was just like I will never care about television like this again I'm like I will never do it again mm. and I never have since yeah it took too much <laughs> took too much and I'm not going there and I like when I moved I actually sold all of my Torchwood stuff and a, a woman out in Carpety bought it all for her friend who was really into Torchwood. I had so much shit and I was just like, it has to Release? go. Yeah. It no longer sparks joy.
0: Yeah, Marie Condo it.
1: But I do still have my Torchwood figurine. Yeah, cute.
0: So that's still here.
1: Dude. Yeah. But yeah, it really, really broke me.
0: Hmm.
1: I've never seen a fandom die that quickly as well. It was quite funny.
0: I can't remember. I remember bits and pieces, but I can't, so we we'll, won't talk about it. No. So then I, I kind of get it in a fresh way. Yeah. But I think, I swear I've seen it. I've seen all of. The you would have. Play. It was like it was a big deal. Um,
1: I think that my least favorite episode has always been weirdly combat because it's such a Fight Club rip off, and I think it's dumb. You know the one where Owen fights the Weevil and he just wants to die in the cage at the end. I'm like, let him go. Oh yeah,
0: fuck! I spent the whole time being like, this is fucking Fight Club. Yeah, no. It how was did weird. you actually? How did you feel about Random Shoes? Just the oh, tortured light episode. Yeah, the tortured light. I knew it was the tortured light episode because I was like, where is everyone? Oh, Poor Eugene. I know. I felt sorry for him. Hit that actor as well. Turned up in a bunch of stuff in the noughties in England. And he's just disappeared. Yeah. I, it was fine. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Mm. It was just sad bit. It was sad. Yeah. Because
1: again, people trying to be heard and people just fobbing them
0: off. It's yeah. something really sad about that, you know? And especially because like, I mean, who does to an extent, but Torchwood really appeals to people who would probably count themselves as outsiders yeah and so a lot of people would probably be seeing a kind of mirror in Eugene yeah and that makes me really sad yeah being taken advantage of by his friends as well you know yeah I would say that there's a lot Of sadness, generally. Like, this show doesn't pull punches. It's a very atheist show, as I told you. Yeah, yeah. Like, on on that kind of spiritual level, but also just, like, bad stuff happening to good people sometimes. People get hurt. Shit happens. magic fix it. Nah, nah, not at all bad. Like, sometimes people do bad... Horrible things, and other people get upset, and there's almost not none going to be... of them
1: end happy. Like, the fact that they survive is not necessarily a yeah, happy. Yeah, that's ending, literally right? it
0: sometimes. Is the fact that, like,
1: no one's died yeah, of the and, main task, and we
0: thought Jack was dead, he's not dead. Did you have a favourite episode? Hmm. So the one I remembered the most was the Plane Full of People from the 50s episode. Oh, yeah, out of time, yeah. And when I realised it was that one, I was like, ugh. But then I did actually quite enjoy it. I don't know why I remembered it as ugh, which is weird. But I wouldn't say that one was my favourite. I don't think, I, I really didn't like Countryside from a, this is just fucking grim. I mean, like, the first episode is kind of like, it's just setting stuff up, right? Mm. No, I think the calibre is fairly high, but nothing was, like, jumping at me. Like, I think when I watched a season of Who Typically I'll be like I really liked that one Mm. And I kind of like that one And then there's a lot That I'm like Meh on But I think for me my baseline enjoyment with talk which is just higher overall. Yeah. As a general...
1: Yeah. How about you? I think in terms of what I would consider like really good television, I think Countryside is up there because it is just terrifying and horrible. But uh. I don't like watching it because it scares me. Yeah. And it scared me watching it again because I'm like... Mm. I really have always rated Captain Jack Harkness, the one where they get yeah. zapped back into 1941. I think it's incredibly well done. I think it's really moving. It's really touching. Yeah. And like Out of Time as well. I think it held up better than I remembered it. Mm. They're
0: moving little vignettes right? Oh my god when the, the old guy who realised his son is, got, is super super yeah. old and, and then he, Jack just sits with him whilst he gasses himself in the car. Jesus Christ i forgot about and that. And Jack's
1: like that's okay <sighs> I'll die with you.
0: But like the girl went to London and got a job. Yeah. It's, she's happy hopefully. And, then and when, Diane kind of got her way. Yeah like who knows where she ended up right? Like she's a strong independent woman. She's and she like it. crushed into ashes Owen's heart and decision
1: making. But... <laughs> That's fine. She's maybe happy. Yeah, it's interesting how with what's her face, the the younger girl, how Gwen tries to keep her behind. Mm. And that's another one where she had a breakdown with Reese,
0: right? Lying like, yeah. to Reese for no apparent reason. It was weird. Yeah, a Gwen is like a combo of like people who identify as strong nurturers, yeah, and protectors, but also kind of like risk averse is the wrong way but like but overly so like yeah. worrying that bad things are gonna overly happen protective. yeah overly protective to it. but it's very odd because she did it about that girl but then she's not being protective of reese and his emotions no it's like when she perceives that maybe it's someone who's female maybe it's someone who's younger than her but then she's definitely not like that about tosh and tosh could use some fucking nurturing she yeah also just like a fucking friend yeah hmm yeah i think yeah
1: it's, she's a, she's like she's a contradiction of a character and i think that's another thing that i find frustrating with her because she's not consistent in her mm. behavior or in her morals
0: or her values so i'm just yeah. a bit like what is what is your deal these episodes a lot are written by chris Chibnall. hey uh yeah i think so i wonder what what's what's our thoughts on him writing women um i don't know but it's interesting you say that because you know he
1: writes he's the showrunner for the female doctor Oh, interesting. Okay. I've not seen any
0: Jodie Whittaker. Whittaker.
1: Yeah, so he's the show, He's any... showrunner. Okay, cool. Well, in mm. three to four years. Something to keep track of. <laughs> <laughs> I've just remembered in that Out of Time episode when Yanto takes them to the supermarket and he just has the best time explaining things to them. <laughs> like bananas. and Oh, Yanto.
0: Like, let's, okay, let's talk about Yanto. So he wears a suit. He tidies up their shit. He just wants to be given a break he makes bad decisions with Lisa he makes very like out of character for how professionally his mm-hmm. decisions but again he's very emotionally led these people, has anyone had a psych eval before being employed? I feel like, Look, yeah, Yanto I think is
1: interesting because obviously he's my boy, I love him, he's my favourite character he always has been, I've always been very attached to him because he is the, the one on the fringes like in a yeah. team of outsiders he is the most outside so he's mm. an easy character I think to project your own emotions onto, right? And he's like a guy who's trying to find his way, whatever, whatever And I think he comes, like, if you think about the Lisa situation, he's obviously deeply in love with her, love of his life, whatever. He wants to save her, thinks he can save her. Being manipulated by her as well, telling him these things. He dragged her from a burning building when she was screaming in pain. Yeah. After he had to, like, watch all his colleagues be slaughtered in this horrific tower. So Mm -hmm. the trauma of that, I think, does not lead to good decision making. No, 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 it doesn't. But I do agree with you. It's like, he's such a... He's so reliable, right? Like, part yeah. of the furniture. But is that all just a front to get to the point where he can try and fix Lisa? I mean, I mean true, he just, it could have em- been. He just embodies it because this is mm, his he's life He's just like, now. fuck it. Do
0: you think he was sleeping with Jack before Lisa died? So this is an interesting conundrum in
1: the fandom, right? Like, an interesting topic of conversation that people had like is this part of his manipulation of the situation. Mm-hmm. I personally don't think so because of the way that he
0: behaves around her and about her. I just don't yeah. think that he has it in him.
1: But who knows?
0: Like I mean and I mean asking that question like it could have been a consensual thing of she was like, "Yeah, you can hook up with, but yeah, I think that I think her he's too emotional I think he is, but also I think her and her cyber man was like, "I need his full attention. devotion and attention and yeah. commitment to get me my goals yeah pterodactyl death i love the pterodactyl so and like such a weird thing and like, like the cgi as well they're like we don't cgi is not amazing and we've used a lot of the budget on this cool underground lair but we're gonna do a pterodactyl it's just
1: just photoshop it in here yeah. In your it's fine. yeah yeah like at what point does that happen right like at what point does the hookup happen is because it... when
0: they talk about that time when we first become aware of it which is in front of the the, fridge, thing, the yeah. fridge bodies and he's like mm-hmm. yeah so the he innuendo of a stopwatch which is also yeah, still very confusing so weird. but obviously that was not their first rodeo mm. like this is an established thing that maybe happens intermittently so that's kind of cool too As like like you said before like they leave a lot of gaps they are happy to come in halfway through mm. plot lines or kind of leave those threads.
1: Yeah. Although I will say the timing's unclear, right? Because you've got Owen and Gwen hooking up at the end of Countryside. Then you have Greeks bearing gifts when Tosh is reading their minds and Gwen is like, it was only that one time, right? It was only that one time. Is that a thing if it's only one time? I'm like, but you've implied yeah. that has happened. Like, there has to have been time between Countryside and where we are now yeah. because you are no longer all fucked up. So things have changed. You've healed you got shot. You need know, I remind knows? you. I know, and they're
0: like, oh, it's just like, just shotgun, she's fine.
1: <laughs> like, so people have healed, and so you guys are still flirting. Have you not hooked up since that one time? And yeah. Fl- like, I don't... The, the timeline's not clear, mm. is all I'm saying. Who knows? Mm. The point is, poor Yanto. They don't yeah. appreciate him, and they don't yeah. deserve them. He, it's they a they really dysfunctional work team. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, it's really dysfunctional. <laughs> like, no one... They need a culture session. <laughs> no, they really do. Fucking hell. They really do. But also, I don't... It's funny that I see that now, obviously having been an adult and employed in the work world for... Too many years. Fucking, what, well over a decade. Like, in proper jobs, like post-uni proper jobs. And at the time, obviously, of watching that, I was not employed in any proper jobs and I was a teenager. But I don't think any of that, like, that stuff I'm just internalising as being like, oh, uh, It's just really gross and I think yeah. that... It's not where I would want to work. The culture's not right. No, I don't know either. But I know that people would be like, oh, do you just want like a like woke workplace where everyone's just like amazing to each other? I'm like, no, obviously that would be boring television. Or would it? But no, (laughs) no, it would probably be boring television. But still, I think you can do a lot more with like people that are just functional.
1: Just better communication across the board, right? Like I think that's all it comes down to. You can be dysfunctional if, if you just communicate. I just don't think they do
0: Yeah, they don't. And then when you're in, essentially, law enforcement, the, what Hyperate, are they? They're yeah. kind of like, that's just bullshit. Like, because, you have to be yeah, operationally
1: sensible. They need to trust each other. And this is fundamentally what it comes down to at the end, right? It's like, there is no trust amongst them because they have this dysfunctional relationship. Mm-hmm. None of them trust each other, really. Yeah. Because they don't communicate. And then when you work in an environment like this where you, your life depends on you trusting the person next to you. Yeah.
0: And they've all got guns. Yeah. Shooting each other.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. hunter should have shot him up. in the other
0: leg. It's fucked up.
1: Yeah. Uh, shoulder, leg, just keep shooting. <laughs> He'll be fine.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Cool. Is there any anything that stands out to you, like a particular moment? Who's your favorite character? I've said mine is Yanto. Oh, uh,
0: I don't know. Sometimes it's Jack. He's good value. Often it's Jack. Yeah. I think they all annoy me. They are annoying. <laughs> they all annoy me enough yeah. that I wouldn't be like I really like them. Yeah. So like I don't hate any of them. I mean, apart from. Owen actually I quite hate Owen Owen is my least favourite but then the others I'm like at any one any point in time one of them is annoying me yeah. so I don't think I have a fave that's fair I'm I... glad that I'd forgotten that Susie in Derivama came back for like a proper act yeah because she's a cracking actor she's great And she's that really episode, great.
1: actually that episode is probably one of my faves as well they keep killing Susie it's really good
0: it's really yeah, well set up I enjoyed it but the, yeah. the
1: reveal is really good like yeah. the moment when you realise like oh Gwen's headache is related to Susie's like, the fact that she did all that back. It's just clever. Yeah. I get the cops involved. Is. The whole thing's just clever. Emily Dickinson poems. Yeah. Great time. Okay. Yeah, so. Great. Well, cool. you know, next time we'll be watching the last three episodes of season three, finally. Utopia, The Sound of Drums, and The Last of the Time Lords. You can let us know your thoughts by emailing at gmail at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram, and you can check out the show notes for links. There are none, though, because <laughs> this was just
0: vibes. <laughs> yeah, but if a different episode for us... You know talking about attempting to cover a whole season yeah in a chat but i think it was really a good idea yeah. and especially chronologically to do it where it makes sense at yeah. the time
1: and i think it shows us like i think it's good to have an idea of jack's frame of mind as we go into these next three episodes and also just because i want to talk about it afterwards with you so i'm like I yeah need you to watch these episodes i'm excited right cool. okay awesome so yeah also we started another podcast where we talk about things that were on our watch list as previously discussed it's called that's on my watch list i'll pop the link in the show notes actually give and it a yeah, listen did an episode on succession so you can get our thoughts on if that. if you have
0: seen succession definitely watch it and see if you agree with us if you haven't spoilers yeah yeah many many spoilers <laughs> cool
1: all right well, okay you next bye time. love bye. you kisses